Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Difficulties since my first time. It's so nice to see everyone. Hi, Linda. Hi, Carla. <laughs> so, welcome to our uh, Masterful Living One Community Call. Um, not sure I met some of you. My name is Sean. I'm in Masterful Living Three. And I just remembered how much I love Saturday mornings. I forgot since I haven't really been part of the community calls, but thank you for joining me. And um, I'll pray us in. Placing my hand on my heart, taking a deep breath, love and gratitude as we join together in our hearts and minds and open ourselves to the flow of love, perfect love. So grateful and thankful that we are transforming ourselves and connecting with each other and the higher Holy Spirit self. Our true nature and our true identity. So thankful for this time together because it provides us with the thoughts and insights and experience to see that we, who we really are. One mind. We are perfect love filled with peace, wholeness, abundance, and prosperity and joy. Let us surrender all these feelings, lack, limitation and other patterns that do not serve us anymore. Let us bring the darkness to the light and, shrink and shine our light together because we are one. In grace and gratitude and love, we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. Amen. God bless, bless you. Hi, everyone. Good morning. So, does anybody want to start off sharing something today? You can just unmute yourself when you're ready. It's interesting in your in your prayer when you prayed in, you said we you know we are perfect love and all of that stuff and then you also talked about our patterns. Our patterns. And I just think how how difficult it is for me to feel that I am that love. I so, <laughs> yeah. So any hints of how you how you girls do it that are in the Master for Living two and three? How you, I think sometimes we forget, we all forget. And I think that's what is good about us being together is it helps us to remember that we are perfect love. That's how I see it. Does anybody else have something they want to add to that? Well, for me, um, seeing myself as Perfect love means that I'm um, making more loving choices for myself and um, really taking the time to um, slow down and connect to my heart and ask that question, what is the most loving choice for myself now? And the more that I can loving with myself, the more that I can remember that that's truly what I am is perfect love, that any judgments that I have about myself, any uh, feelings of shame or um, unworthiness or whatever, that that's, that's really a lie. And the truth is that I am perfect love. That's what God is. And I am God. God is a part of me. I'm a part of God. We are this one and the same. And, you know, would I call God anything other than perfect love? I don't think so. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, you don't make no mistakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the more that I'm loving with myself and take the time to connect to myself and ask what, what is that next loving choice? That's where I can the love that I am. I just wanted sometimes what's the purpose of all like how did we get into this place in the first place where we feel so unworthy and we feel so undeserving of love how did that ever get in the plan separation right <laughs> yeah or maybe just um, karma that we came in to heal or um, you know um, like a family constellation of karma that we came in to heal. We agreed to come into this world to experience certain things and have certain um, feelings that we to actually do the work to heal it for ourselves and our family. Yeah. Just think, I didn't agree. I don't remember agreeing to this. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. <laughs> well, I think I, I was. I think I must have been mad, right, to think to agree. Right? Yeah, it's like that. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> this is Ronnie, and I think I've always felt very unloved. Uh, probably this lifetime from from uh, the way I was raised all through my life feeling very unloved and therefore not loving myself and there is that separate when you realize you're separated from God and learning to love myself is probably a big part of my spiritual practice every day I'm saying, saying those words that I am worthy, I am loved, and I'm loved. And I, I, I know that will be part of my practice for a long time because it's been so ingrained in me all these years. And there's a lot of use there that, uh, that I'm having to let, to let go of. And work on um, having compassion and patience with myself. And forgive myself, constantly forgiving myself. That's a big part of it. Um, you know, every day, my, well, my goal is, my goal is, and I say it every day, to forgive everyone, including myself including myself, and to release all my attachments to the blocks of love, which are my opinions, judgments, and perceptions, and to awaken to my true self. My true self is love. And not only my true self, but the true self of my brothers and sisters. Yes. And I say that every day in the morning. That's, that's part of my practice. Every day is to say those things. And then throughout the day, I mean, it's remembering to say those things, remembering to say, I am loved, I am worthy, I'm, I'm a loving person, and to constantly turn it over to spirit. And, um, um, we get there, we get there. And Ronnie, how long have you been doing that? Well, um, what happened is uh, I went into Al-Anon, which is a 12-step program, uh, family and friends of alcoholics. And I was raised in a family affected by alcoholism. And I did that uh, about three and a half years ago. I went into Al-Anon. And I actually believed when I was young that God had abandoned me. And so I've never really turned to God in all these years. And then I, my life was so fallen apart that I had to do something. 
And so uh, I was led to Al-Anon. And uh, when I walked into the rooms of Al-Anon, it's like, I find out God is in there. And I'm going, God, God's in these rooms? Mm, I don't think that's going to work for me. I just don't think it's going to work. But then there was a part of me that said, you know what? It's okay. You'll come. You don't have to believe. I mean, in Al-Anon, they tell you, you know, you don't need to believe. You can just come. And I thought, you know what? I can come. I can come to Al-Anon and I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to put God to the side and not worry about it. And to this day, I'm extremely grateful for Al-Anon and God because I feel that God led me to Al-Anon and Al-Anon led me to God. Through that three and a half years in Al-Anon, I found God. And God you know, Jennifer talks about proving God in your life. Oh, my gosh. It's just so amazing how my life really changed in those three and a half years. And I'm in Masterful Living One, and it's just a continuation of that. And I'm just getting better and better and better. And, uh, you know, I believed I was born depressed. Had a depressing childhood, depressing teenage years, into my 20s. Uh, got married, married a wonderful man. It was pretty good for a long time, and then things started falling apart. And that's when I ended up going to Al-Anon. And very obsessive person. So, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, I was not a, ha a healthy person. But over the course of these, you know, three, four, almost four years now, that has all changed. I am not depressed. Uh, I do not obsess. I thought I could never stop obsessing. It was like I was always obsessing about something. And uh, that is, that is really have gone away. And that is so freeing when you can let go of that obsessing, because what that does is opens yourself up, opens your mind and your heart up, to receive what God has to offer you, has for you. And it's just so amazing what he has given to me over the course of the last four years. And I am so much happier. I'm not depressed. Um, you know, it, it's, it really works. And it is, but it's practice. Every day practicing. And when I started practicing which would be in Al-Anon, it was a few minutes a day. I'd get up in the morning, and I would read the, the literature, and then i started meditating. And that meditation started five minutes a day. But as time goes by, I let spirit guide me to add more to my, my, my uh, uh, practice. So as time's gone by, I've spent more time in the morning. I spend more time meditating now. I do it at night. But this all took four years to get to doing more and more of my practice. And it comes to be more and more and more important to me because I see more and more of the results. The more I turn everything over to God, uh, you know, the more I want, the more I want, the more peace I want in my life. And I do have a lot of peace in my life. And that's what I always try. It's like she talks about the divine alarm clock going off. You know, that has been so helpful to me to real life. Hey, when that goes off, I'm losing my peace. Why am I losing my peace? And what do I need to do to get back to it? And now I'm starting to see with Mess for a Living that even throughout the day, like, you know, Jennifer says, to turn it over, to to, you know, she would talk about maybe being, having an obsessive thinking, and you think and think and think and think and think, you might, I could spend an hour, two hours, the entire day obsessing, but then turn it over, and then five minutes later, you're doing it again. But, you know, Jennifer says, turn it over, turn it over. And, you know, yes, it's like, I ended up saying, okay, I'm committed to continuing to turn it over with patience, compassion, love for myself not beating myself up because i'm still doing it but to turn it over when i catch it and when i can but uh 
and 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 the practice helps me to love myself because I know I'm doing this for myself. But it's also amazing uh, what it does for other people around me. <laughs> anyway, yes, it's constant catching yourself, telling yourself all day long, I, I'm worried. I love myself. God loves me. I have a purpose. I have a purpose. Thank you. That's very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. That's beautiful, Sharani, and so true. I can see myself in a lot of what you said. One thing I want to remind everybody, because I didn't sign in correctly, is if there's dogs barking or anything going on in the background, if you can mute yourself, that would be great. And that way we can have a clean call for those who listen later. And so I'm unable to mute and unmute anybody at this time. But now it's nice and quiet. So I know this has been an interesting week. Both internally and externally. Anybody wants to share? I actually have one thing I want to share. I want to send prayers out to the people of Texas because I know that um, living here in South Florida, um, the hurricane season and the hurricanes are very stressful. And basically because of the fear of unknown and knowing what's happening. So I'd like lots of prayers to those in Texas in Corpus Christi in that area because what they're going through is um, tremendous. <laughs> thank you for mentioning that. My sister lives there, so I uh, thank you. For sure. <laughs> I had a thought what you mentioned, you know, that what I know for myself is sometimes when things come easily, I don't appreciate them as much. So really, this has been a journey for me, a really great journey. And I appreciate it so much more because of the challenges too, but because I am strong, we all are strong and I am overcoming them. And because I am, I am so much more grateful and so much more connected with myself and everybody else. So I don't know if that helps you answer your question. I just know that's my answer, the answer I, I I feel. Thank you, Carla. I just, I feel like, I just feel like I'm never going to feel better. Yeah, it just feels like too much. So, I mean, it's, ni it's nice to have hope, right? And I do, and I do practice. Like I do meditate in the morning. And I do that, but I get so discouraged because I get. It feels like spirit doesn't hear me, and I do feel even more abandoned by God. Because the because the efforts I'm making, like when I hear you speak, Ronnie, I think you got success. For your efforts, right? And I don't feel I'm getting any. And I, uh, I just feel like I'm getting more into a hole, so I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. Well, I'm going to keep going anyway because I don't have a choice. Right? You know, I've really found that those times where I feel like I'm not getting anywhere are the times where I'm making the biggest breakthrough, and I think we've all experienced that. And like Jennifer always talks about, that it's spiral. You know, sometimes you feel like you're going the wrong way, but you're really not. It's really helping the shift, I believe. And, and 
I think you will get there, and you are getting there. And yeah, well, I, 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 I keep figure I keep hanging in with. Yeah, I think we all have experienced. I know I have. I've definitely experienced that. Just this, just yesterday, it was. <laughs> you know, I was thinking. I don't even know why I'm in this masterful living sometimes because sometimes I, feel like I go back to how I used to feel, but I don't. I really don't because I think all of that is inside of us and it's who we are and I think it makes us grow. And I know for a fact that you're going, the, I barely even know you, but I know for a fact that this is working for you. I just know it. And thank you for sharing because it really makes me remember. Thank you. Yeah, if you can have, I know for myself, if, if, when I can have compassion for the part of myself that feels like a failure, that feels like I must be doing something wrong, that feels like this will work for everybody else, but it can't possibly work for me because my issues are just too horrific for God to fix them or whatever. You know, be compassionate with yourself around that, that part of yourself that feels that way. Um, you're not doing anything wrong. And you're doing it. We're all doing this and we're holding you. Mm -hmm. Holding you. That's why this is a community. We hold each other. We hold each other up. Every, every single one of us has stumbled. And... Um, it's in those moments when we remember to reach out to God or to our community, whether, you know, it's texting a prayer partner or it's uh, a prayer request on Facebook or whatever. It's when we remember to reach out that it gives us the opportunity to feel like we're being helpful and to be able to share the love that we're feeling with you and so that just like multiplies the love it just multiplies it feeling in that space like you're not doing it right or it can't work for you just reach out because we're all here for you that's why this is a community that jennifer has built because we all hold each other together that's why people come all the way across the country to visit <laughs> I would like to say that there have been many, many times I thought I could never do it, that there was just too much, that I'm, I'm too old, I'm too this, I'm too that. But I, I can tell you, it, you can, you can do this. Uh, I know there were many times when I would say, oh, this program isn't working. Even in masterful living, I find myself, I found myself, oh, this isn't working. I got to go find something else. So then I'll start looking for something else. But the truth is, it's working. Even when I don't realize it's working, it's working. And I, I, uh, I have to stop myself and tell, tell myself, stop, stop looking. You're in masterful living. Use the masterful living tools. Jennifer teaches us. And... And you don't need to look anywhere else. The reason I don't need to look anywhere else is because this is where I've been guided to come. No doubt in my mind that when uh, I was in uh, Al-Anon and I did the 12 steps, step 11 is to improve our conscious contact with God. And I remember being very afraid that I was almost done with the steps and how was I going to do that? And so I prayed and meditate on it, and I was led to Masterful Living. So if you have been led here, this is where you are meant to be. You know, you've answered the call. And by just by answering the call and coming, you're, you're on the right track. It just takes a lot of patience and love, compassion, trust, faith and continually turning it over, but it does work. He's there for you, just like he's been there for the rest of us, those that are, are sharing our experience. He's there for you too. He has a plan for you, for you. 
And uh, like Linda said, reaching out, I, I found that always very helpful because one of the things I did was isolated myself. And then I can really start going down that road of my, my thinking because then things get really dark. But when you reach out and you, you share what you're talking about with people, it comes out into the light and then you're able to look at it and go, oh, and people can help you show you that, yes, it's working. You are, you are growing. Even when it feels like you're stepping back, you're still, you really truly are growing. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer often says, don't give up before the answered prayer. Mm -hmm. So even when you feel like the prayer hasn't been answered, mm -hmm. there's things that are operating beyond what we can see that are bringing what we are desiring, what our heart's desire is, what we're energizing, putting our attention on. It's already on its way to us. Thank you. And I have to say, for myself, I know it's true. All it takes is a little willingness. All is, you think it takes more learning and teach, learning, do all these practices. You are here. You already have that. You already spoke. Whether it's speaking something, you brought it to the light. It's already being healed. Right now, right this moment. And I really, I can really feel the love from everyone, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Welcome, Una. This is Rieko. Um, God, I love this community so much. <laughs> Um, Back at you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and my heart goes out to you, Una. Um, I think I can, I can relate to everything you said and about feeling like it's not working. Um, so I've my biggest false idol is a perfectly healthy body. My attachment to it is really strong. Really, really strong. And symptom-wise, my perception is that I haven't really seen much improvement and actually, there's been times, and this week included, where it feels like there's new symptoms popping up or the existing ones are getting worse. And my mind just likes to go to the place of, it's not working. It's not working. Something is wrong with me. And God has abandoned me, right? That's the place where the mind likes to go. I realized that I've been looking for success in the completely wrong place. Mm. Meaning, it's not about the world I see. And that world includes the body that I think is mine. Mm. And um, Jeannie, maybe you know this, but um, my prayer partner introduced me to the work of Byron Katie. And I've been really enjoying reading her books and watching her video clips because she says that I'm a lover of what is. And I don't argue with reality because I lose 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. And what that means for me is that this whole time I thought that the symptoms that I'm experiencing were the cause of my suffering. And if I was doing everything right, if I was practicing this spiritual 
everything we're doing, if I was doing it right, will go away. And that's a sign that it's working. But the thing is, that's if I would keep looking for success there, I'm, I'm setting up myself up for failure. Because the Course in Miracles says, seek not to change the world, but seek to change your mind about the world. And so, every time I experience something that I think should not be happening, or that something is going wrong, it's actually my thought that it should not be happening is what's causing me the suffering. It's me taking it personally that's causing me the suffering. So to give you an example, this past week, suddenly I started to shed more hair than I usually do, like a lot more. And I freaked out, <laughs> I really freaked out. Um, and my mind immediately went to like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? How do I fix this? How do I fix this? This should not be happening. But then I realized it's the story of this falling hair <laughs> my fear of not having any hair on my head, my judgment towards uh, thinning hair, bold hair, whatever it is, my idea, my belief that humans are supposed to have hair on their head. <laughs> that's what's causing me the suffering. My attachment to that's what's causing me the suffering, not the falling hair. The falling hair is like falling leaves, like leaves falling from a tree. It's just falling. And it's falling because it's supposed to fall. And why do I know it's supposed to fall? Because it's falling. <laughs> <laughs> and if I kept saying, no, it should not be falling. It should not be falling. And it's falling. Of course, I feel like a failure. And of course, I feel like something is wrong with me. And so, so I, I use that understanding to make peace with it. And I feel a lot better. Of course, like every time I take a shower and I, cleaning up the drain, I'm like freaking out a little bit and then I have to forgive it again, forgive it again. But then I kept praying and I, I came across this spiritual interpretation of hair loss, like unexplained hair loss. And it said that it's the shedding of all thought patterns. Hmm. And once you're shifting to the new thought pattern is complete, it'll naturally heal. Now, I have no idea if it's actually going to heal. I have no idea if I'm going to keep losing hair until I lose all of it. I have no idea. But that was such a comforting, comforting sign for me that, yes, it's working. Hmm. And I just said that I, I should not look for my success in the physical realm. But sometimes you get little signs like that. Like nothing is changing my hair is still falling, you know, um, but my thought about it changed that this is actually happening, but it's supposed to, everything is working together for good, including this. And there's a blessing encoded in it for me in this. I might not know what that is, but I'm just willing to just accept that this is happening and give up my judgments about it. And just be kind to myself because if I, it's because I'm believing that I am this body, that I have a lot of stake in what happens to this body, that it's so scary when something happens to it. So, so I don't know if I know what perfect love is either, but it's more, it's almost like, this emotion that wells up when I listen to you speak, the compassion that I feel for you and the connection I feel with all of you. I think this is perfect love right here. So if our physical pain doesn't go away, it does not mean anything is wrong with us. 
if it seems to be getting worse, it does not mean that we're doing something wrong. It's just telling us that we're, we're believing something that's not true. And we're forgetting that this, this love that we feel now is what we are. Thank you. Thank you, for Rieko, for sharing. That was so awesome. Um, <laughs> I really I, um, wanted to say what occurred to me while you're speaking. First of all, I love Byron Katie's work also. And um, it's so simple to, to remember. But one of the things I heard somewhere and I, I wanted to share it was we're here, we all come with our own individual, I mean, the course says this, we all come with our own individualized curriculum, what it is uh, for us, like whatever reason, like when, and Una, when you were talking, um, and I certainly felt uh, many times the same way, and, um, and, and I'll get to my share in a second, but um, just a remembrance that that individual curriculum, there's nothing wrong. It's, it's like the GPS system. Maybe the quickest way to get back is through the swamp, or it looks like we're going further away from what we're, where we're headed, but it's because we have to go around a lake and we don't have a boat or a swimsuit. You know, it's like, it, it, it's a conscious mind is saying, no, the shortest way is that, why are we heading the opposite direction of where I'm going? So um, I like the, the remembrance that, my plan is my plan and like um it's perfect what's happening right now that's that's part of my plan to help direct me back and to let go of the judgment if if it if my hair were in or my hair weren't falling out or this was going that then then i would know i was on track um is a is the false belief hmm. and and um what i wanted to share with this group and i'm grateful um for this community for this purpose, because I know part of my learning plan is um, to be vulnerable. And, um, and it's kind of funny because I, even as I say it, I'm like, well, being vulnerable is an ego perception um, because in truth, we're all spirit, we're all powerful. So it's already even saying, well, you're not acknowledging who you are coming from there but from where I'm, I'm right now this is part of my practice and um what I wanted to uh share with the group and and um receive support around is um thought I was going to do it without crying. I was going to try. Um, is uh, my, my relationship with my um, husband. So um, yesterday, my, my, my relationship with my husband has been strained for pretty much our entire marriage, 15 years. And yesterday, he pretty much said, um, it's over. And what was interesting was um, part of me um, has been thinking this is self-fulfilling prophecy for myself, expecting to be um, that to happen. And then part of it is um, my commitment to stand in the I don't know and to, to not fix it. And for, for whatever reason, um, as he spoke it, I wasn't angry. I wasn't um, uh, fearful. I just felt like, okay, we'll, we'll figure this out. Meaning how, how to not be together anymore while raising our child, etc. And, um, and I've, I, I guess where I'm challenged is, um, not trying to pick up how, trying to figure it out myself. Uh, I, in fact, I wrote, um, last night as I was going to bed prayer, I'm turning, I'm turning it over to spirit. I'm not going to figure this out. And yet part of, you know, um, the, 
the habitual thinking is, I have to figure it out. What do I do? How do I do? Uh, you're not doing enough. And that's part of his complaint too, is I don't do enough. Um, and, and I don't have um, uh, income I'm bringing in. So, um, so that's what I'd like support around. trust and to to be led what to do and say because that's one of the course ones too is i don't have to know what to do or say i'll be led with i forget how it says but i'll be led with what to say thank you Thank you, Jean. Thank you, Rico. I can definitely feel what both of you are saying because I think I've been through both and currently am going through both. And thank you because I need to hear that as well. And I think, and what I'm dealing with is trust, trust. It's interesting. I, I came to this call, you know, feeling really sorry for myself and feeling really abandoned and, and feeling like that my prayers aren't being heard. And, but, but still sort of saying, oh, God, I'm still going to hang in there anyway, and even if you aren't listening to me. And, and, and I feel like through this call that I feel like I'm in a much different place. And uh, as Rico said, like just the love and the share, the love that we have for each other and um, I certainly, Jeannie, will hold you in my Thank prayers you. and thoughts instead of thinking about myself. I'm feeling so, yeah, yeah just so full of self-pity. Uh, it'll be nice now to feel that I can pray and, and hold others in my heart. And, and that feels really good. So, I'm sorry that you're going through that, but um, what you share really did help me a lot. Well, thank you. And for me, your gift is being here, Una. Your gift is starting to share with your vulnerability. So you support it. You're already doing it is what I'm saying. This is the gift. Mm -hmm. Thank you. To be able to, to share. Yeah. Thank you. And Rieko, too. And I can, um, I can relate, Rieko, about the hair falling out. I... I um, and I know it's just a symptom and there's other things, but um, when I was in my 20s, I um, was very stressed and I, I went through a period where I thought I was having um, uh, cancer or something because all my hair was falling out and, this, and it was freaking me out. So, <laughs> um, so I, I understand. I just, I'm there with you and you're on track and you're on purpose and your big heart is here supporting us all and really showing us what courage is. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Una and Jeannie, everyone, Shauna, Sean, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I can thank you so much for it's really comforting to even hear from one other person who <laughs> knows what it feels like. So thank you. Um, and uh, one of my favorite phrases in Byron Katie's book, uh, Loving What Is, that I enjoyed was how she says that um, decisions are just made. Hmm you're not it's you're not the one who has to decide and the decision is just basically made when the time comes and it doesn't happen a breath sooner and i'm kind of i'm trying to wrap my mind around that and in a way i find that really comforting because 
the belief that I have to pick, I have to make a choice between like the, the idea that there is a right choice and a wrong choice mm. is really stressful to me. Like it makes me second guess myself. It makes me doubt myself. It makes me wonder even if I chose one that the other one might've been my, the right choice, you know? Um, and then eventually I'm trying to absorb that there is no wrong choice because we're all eventually going to end up in the same place where we came from. But um, thinking about like what feels more loving to myself, like Linda was saying, is really helpful. And also for me, kind of like uh, giving it over to spirit is like that. It's like saying, I know that the decision will just come when the time comes. It might not be at the pace that I want. It might not come as soon as I want it, but it'll come and it'll be made. Um, and so when I'm in that place of, I don't know what to do and I can't make up my mind, I try to just like let myself sit in that place and just be like, there's no decision to be made right now, except whether you want stress or peace. That's the only decision I'm making at this moment. And once I choose peace, I'll be my right mind again. And then I'll be able to clearly feel and hear whatever it is that I am to do in this moment. Um, if I think that I have a future that depends on this one choice, selecting to go right or left, it's terrifying. <laughs> you know, what if I make the wrong choice? It's terrifying. But if I could just realize that, no, this, this choice is actually an illusion. My only choice that I have to make is whether or not I want peace. And yes, I can make that choice and I'm gonna make that choice. And whatever the decision on the physical realm is, will just come to me in the perfect timing. So that's what I, that's what came to my mind when you shared. Thank you, Rico. Rico, when you say I can choose, I can choose peace. Um, that doesn't mean that you're going to feel. How do you, how do you actually do that? Oh, um, basically, that's what forgiveness is for me. So, recognizing the judgment or the story I'm telling about the situation that makes me stressful. Um, so for example, if I had to, basically when I'm in like in a very indecisive state, I'm in the state of thinking that one way is gonna be better than the other. That's my belief one is going to be better than the other for me. So of course I want the better one. I just don't know which one it is. And that belief causes me a lot of stress because I don't know which one the better one is. Mm. But if I just let go of that and let spirit tell me that there is no wrong choice, it's your attachment to the belief that there is a right choice and a wrong choice that's causing you the suffering. So I decide to let go of that belief and that for me is choosing peace it's recognizing the thought that's that i'm attached to that's causing me to suffer and giving that over to spirit and saying i don't want this anymore i don't want this thought anymore it's it's making me feel stressed out it's making me feel scared I don't want this thought anymore. And then when, when I give that up, because peace is our natural state, it just, into that empty space, it kind of naturally kind of comes in. And it might just be for one second that you feel that peace. And then like five seconds later, your head might be going like, no, do I go left or right, left or right? <laughs> so then you do it again. Thank you. Yeah. 
So we have about eight minutes left. I have to say that I'm so happy to be here because I have gotten so much out of this call today. I haven't been on one of these calls for a really long time and I plan to be here more often. Um, sure, we've heard a lot of prayers already, but are there any more um, prayers that we have in the last few minutes? I would like to put my son in there still for his uh, dealing with cancer. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Prayers to you as well. <laughs> we love you. The other thing is <laughs> Felicia is my prayer partner and all week long, we've been going back and forth with just what you're talking about here, the trust, the, everything. You've like just come along and, and plunked in a piece that we are missing here and a piece that we were missing here and a piece that we are missing here. And it's just been amazing. It's just been an amazing phone call. I yeah. So, um Thank you to everyone who's put in the pieces for us. <laughs> and I'm hoping it's giving Felicia peace on the other. I think she's on there somewhere on the phone. So um, I hope it's been adding for her, too. Thank you. Well, all. Thank you. Um, this is Felicia. Uh, actually, I was waiting for Diana to finish speaking for in order to speak. And um, I'm so glad I got to dial in today. It was actually a little bit late, but um, I, I came in at the Al-Anon talk, and I, too, have gone through the Al-Anon program. And um, what I strongly realized last night, and, and I'm going through a divorce that should be finalized in just a few days, and what I realized last night is I haven't been reaching out to the community um, Thank God I've remembered to reach out to my prayer partner, Diana, but I have not for the past at least two weeks. I have not reached out to the community and I've just been full fledged. How am I going to take care of this? What do I need to do? And, you know, with intermittent um, times of turning it over, but then I, I take it right back and say, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing enough. I got to get busy. And um, it's just pure craziness. So um, I really appreciate the call, and I appreciate Rieko um, speaking of hair loss. And because I've, as you spoke about that, I remember that I have been losing hair probably about since I started on my spiritual journey. And, and I guess it's just, um, it makes me feel a little bit, better to hear that bit of information and um, because I'm sure there was some underlying thought of oh my god what's wrong with me why am I losing so much hair and while I haven't harped on that one you know that would probably have been down the road so at least I can shut that little thought up for, for now or and, and in the future um, so just a, a really great call and uh, for Jeannie, um, I have a 15-year-old son as well. I know you have a daughter, and um, my son is choosing to live with the father. Um, and, you know, it's just not the greatest situation, but it, it is what it is. And I'm in and out of um, believing that um, everything is happening for mine my highest good or actually all for the highest good of all. Um, I'm saying that a lot, but I'm in and out of believing it and really trusting in it. So my, one of my lessons here is the lesson of trust. And um, um, I'm, I haven't completely learned it, so I'm still working on it. We're works in progress. And uh, the deep desire of the heart and divine experiment would be two really great things to get going on for, for the situation. 
um, of um, preparing for separation. So my last request was on um, Facebook about um, holding the vision, holding um, prayer for highest good for all, and then I asked to be held in vision that the house, the marital home, um, get full asking price. And I I did not go back to respond to that, but um, the day after the house was placed on the market, um, there were multiple offers for it, and um, we accepted an offer that was above the Mm -hmm. asking price. And since then, I haven't... um, I've been so busy taking care of stuff myself, I haven't asked for support, but there's one little piece that's lacking in our um, agreement, and then it can be finalized, and that is the piece of alimony. Um, I'm at a disadvantage because I stayed at home for a number of years, and my skills for my career are very much lacking, and I have a lot of fear around that and a lot of um, un- feelings of unworthiness that, that I'm dealing with around that. Um, so part of me, um, it's between like, oh, um, well, he was never my provider anyway. God is my provider. And uh, I'm trying to stick with that, but then I have my little ego self who really wants to kick in and say, oh, no, 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 no. You are trying to cheat me. This is not enough, and I'm just going to, I'm not giving up. So I'm in and out of those, um, those two different thoughts. So I guess I would ask for um, prayers, prayers of peace and um, for the highest good of all. And thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you, Felicia. It was great to hear your voice. and. We love you. Thank you. Love you guys too. Thank you, Felicia. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll, we'll, I'll be adding you to my prayers too. So it's about the top of the hour now. I wish we can go on longer, but I know there's another class after us. I want to. Uh, Thank everybody for your shares today. I, like I said before, I've really learned a lot. And it's been very helpful for me. Definitely going to go see Byron and Katie when she's here in Miami next month. Really help me to make that decision. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm so thankful that we have this place to practice. Who we truly are without fear or judgment. So as we take this breath of love and gratitude and sink into our hearts and open our minds to the power of love, we call forth our healing. Let's tear down the blocks to love. Anything that impedes the flow of good into our lives, we are letting it go today, right here, right now. We are healing together at this very moment. We give thanks to each other, to Jennifer, and to all the teachers of God, and all those who bless us. We bless everyone because we are one. With grace and gratitude and love, we joyfully let it be, and so it is. Amen. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody. I love you. And let's embody the greatness of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you Sean. Thank you. Thank you. I hope to see you all soon. Love you. Thank you, everyone. I so appreciate all of you and all your shares. Glad you're all here today. Love you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you. Ronnie, bye Jeannie. Bye Joey. Bye. Bye you too. Bye. Thank you. Jeannie, I'll be thinking of you. Oh, she's bye. gone. <laughs> bye, Rico. Bye, Ronnie. Good to see you. Same here. You take care.
You too. Well, thank you. Thank you.